tribute to Diego one year on from his death as Luciano Spalletti's Azzurri seek to honour their greatest ever player by sustaining a push for the Scudetto out to play party poopers tonight former Napoli coach Maurizio Sarri now in charge of Lazio Eftons between the lines able to turn and switch it well for Lozano Lozano's ball for Mertens he'll get there too and Zielinski! Six minutes on the clock! And Zielinski brings the house down at the Maradona! The way he strikes is unbelievable. Switch of play again. Lozano got the ball. Delivery is not the best, but poor clearance by Cataldi. The ball is there. Bang! Zielinski doesn't miss. Right foot, left foot there. Doesn't make any difference for him. One nil Naples. Napoli moving the ball crisply and with confidence. Fabian Ruiz with the ball over the top, finding Insigne. Here's Mertens now. Dries Mertens, lovely drop of the shoulder, wonderful goal. It is scintillating vintage Napoli. And they've scored twice in the opening nine minutes. It's the old guard doing the business. Patrick is in between two men. He loses Insigne. Great first start by Lucinia there. Couple of big movements, dribble pass, two players, and an easy finish for him. Chiro, as he's been called for all the Napoli fans, he's been a new idol for the Napolitan. On the evening when they recognize the greatest idol of Naples, certainly from a footballing sense, it's the man they call Chiro. Fabian Ruiz linking up with Insigne. Back it goes for the Spaniard. And now Lozano. Mertens wants it and gets it. Mertens! He's done it again! Another beauty from the Belgian. And this is some way to honor the memory of Maradona, Napoli's all-time leading goal scorer. Amazing. Again, Insigne. For Fabian Ruiz, who's found the other side again, Lozano stopping the ball for Mertens. He knows he wants it to shot from the very first time Lozano receiving the ball. Sweet ball there. And what a goal it is. Again, we are talking about Will Napoli. We miss Aussie man. That's the answer. An astonishing performance from Tris Mertens. Back for Di Lorenzo. Fabian Ruiz, this is his sort of range! And it's another one! A fourth for Napoli! And another goal from outside the box from Fabian Ruiz. That is his speciality. And that caps a perfect night at the Maradona. Look, his left foot has been 
always good, but no chance for Reina. There's a couple of bodies in front of him. But wow, what another wonderful goal. He has done that time and time and time again this season. It is a fourth goal, all from outside the box from Fabian Ruiz. He struck at Marassia against both. That is his last act of what has been a picture-perfect evening for Napoli this evening. Blue skies for the Azzurri. As they move three points clear at the Serie A summit, Daniele Orsato does indeed say that will do. Luciano Spalletti with a memorable performance. He's absolutely blown away, Sarri's Lazio side. Napolitani to another edition of Monday Night Napoli. Conspicuous by his absence is Kencho Freddy. Last minute had something come up. I'm your host, as always, Rafa Rispo. I am here today with a man who was gracious enough to last minute come on and guest host. Let's all welcome in Gaetano Solazzo. My man Gaetano, what's up? What's buddy? up? What's up? What's up, Rafa? Buonasera. What's going on, guys? Buonasera. Te. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming on last minute. Really appreciate it. Oh, uh, thank you. My pleasure. And I, I'm going to thank the chat for joining us tonight, for joining us live. We only have Francesco in there right now, but I'm pretty sure we'll get more people in pretty soon. And Francesco decides to say, Oh, Zio. What's up? Zio, Zio Gaetano is on with us right now. Um, so, Gaetano, thank you again. Like I said, um, I want to thank everybody who will be watching, who uh, watching on, you know, whether you're live, whether you're watching on a, you know, a delay, uh, you know, going back into our YouTube channel, listening to us on the podcast. Appreciate having you guys here with us today. But today, Gaetano, we are going to start... Um, and talk about a little bit more about the Napoli demolishing of Lazio last night. 4-0, Napoli move into sole possession of first place. Uh, tribute to Maradona, we'll get into that later, but um, let's talk about the game before we talk about that. Just probably, in my opinion, the most beautiful game that we've played since the days of Maurizio Sarri. Uh, you all know how I feel about him and what he's done for the team and what he didn't do for the team as well. But we have to agree that when he, when he coached us, when he managed us, it was beautiful football and uh, his return to this, to the Maradona with Lazio yesterday was spoiled with basically the same style we played while he was on our bench 
uh, Gaetano, what were your emotions from yesterday? Um, <clears throat> you said it really, really well. I mean, uh, the most fluid, um, aesthetically pleasing football we played since since Sari left, right? Um, just one touch, two touch, quick off the ball movements, uh, finding the right pass. I mean, Chiro was, you know, throwback Chiro. He was, you know, no look passes, dropping back, you know, one twos. It was just this, the fir his first goal was just, you know, a thing of beauty. Uh, the mm -hmm. second one was too, but just the build up play of the first goal was was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, just culture champagne, uh, just yeah, just beautiful soccer. Yeah, we got we had Zielinski open up the 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 scoring for us uh, right away. Six minutes in, uh, we had uh, uh, the ball placed in by Lozano to Mertens. Decent ball, not not the best ball, but a decent ball, good enough to get Mertens to draw defenders towards him and cause a little, you know, ruckus in the box in order yeah. for Zielinski to <laughs> blast it with his left. Um, it took a bit of a deflection going in, but it went in nonetheless. Uh, and Zielinski, you could really see the passion in his eyes. I think someone someone said it on Twitter. It might even have been Dom from Napoli Talk. He said, "Look at the look at the enthusiasm and passion in Zielinski's eyes. He's back. Um, he was taking a lot of heat from us uh, for having a really slow start, but I really feel like he's back in form. That's four goals in his last six now." Um, uh, let's talk about that for a minute. Zielinski comes in. Um, this poses some sort of an issue, I feel, because if you have, you know, obviously we'll get to the Mertens goals too, Gaetano. But if you have a guy like Mertens playing the way he's playing, and then when Ossiman comes back, where do you put this guy? Because I mean, you, I don't feel like you can sit Mertens after these. If these displays continue until the end of February. You know, now you have an issue where you you, you have a, a really hot Mertens, but also a really hot Zielinski if he continues to play like this. It's a great problem to have, don't get me wrong, but uh, what do you see with Zielinski's progress and maybe uh, what he can do for the team when Ossiman comes back on, where Mertens can fit, what what kind of a situation we'll have at that point? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Zielinski took a little bit of a knock at the beginning of the year. I don't think he was fully healthy for a while. And That's a good we're, point. Yeah, we're, seeing, good point. we're seeing the real Zielinski now that we've seen for probably the last couple of years, right? Last year, I think we would agree, it probably, was probably his best year. Um, you know, as far as what we do, listen, we, we thought we'd have too much depth up front going into the season, and then with COVID and injuries and other stuff, now we're kind of we're kind of thin, right? Oh, Danny. Uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, listen, it would probably be a, a you know, when Chiro's um, Chiro's on top of, of his form, he's probably paying the 10. You could you could play around in the midfield, you could play you could play Zelinski at the Mezzala if you need to. You know, Spalletti's been shown that he's versatile with his with his uh, formations and lineups. I'm, I'm sure he'll find a way to get to get Zelinski into the into the starting 11 game in and game out if he's if he's in form. Um, uh, you know, I don't mind. I don't mind seeing Zelinski drop back. Of course, I like to see him play close, closer to goal. I think he's he's better there, but he's not. I'm not against him playing deeper into the midfield and and creating a little bit if we need him there. Um, I'm 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 one of the belief that he has to play if he's healthy and informed. We gotta find you know you find a place for him to play. Uh, again, if it's Medzala or he's not really a double pivot guy, but if maybe you go three in the middle, uh, in the midfield, you could put him there um, and uh, let him create a little bit. I think. I think that would be okay. 
Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think when when Zielinski is playing up to his ability, he could play, um, you know, at, at that at that Mitzala position. Um, but so can Cheeto, and uh, right. um, you know. It, it all depends on what kind of Aussie men we get back as well. I mean, That's I know, uh, you know, listen, it's, it, and you know, yeah. Uh, uh, the Aussie men thing really hurts. It does. It sucks. Cause I th- someone in here said it earlier. It said, you know, I believe what's up said, I know if Zombo and Aussie were playing, it would have been 10. I agree with that. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Ralph Fizz joins us. Yeah. Here's another great point. Um, I believe Peter uh, put this up here. If if Zilu doesn't score, is that a penalty for Napoli? I screamed Rigaud at Yeah. Scene. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think we all had the same reaction. But knowing our luck, uh, Bar would have not worked uh, for a few minutes, and then they wouldn't have looked uh, <laughs> at the replay. I mean, it seemed like it was a very stern challenge, to say the least. Um, you know, you would hope they would have called it or at least looked at it, the VAR, but. Um, yeah, the original tackle of, you know, we're all Rigore, like my son's even screaming Rigore is eight, you know, he's yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's worse than me now. He's always blaming the refs. I think I, uh, I corrupt him a little bit, but it'll be all right. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it would have been. I do too. I, I definitely think so too. Um, <laughs> let's see what else, who else do we have in here today? Let's see. Let's see. We had Zeno. I said, what's up to Zeno? Mateo Casares. Zielinski looks back to his best and just at the right time for yeah. sure. Uh, Ralph, Ralph asked, "Didn't he? Didn't the ref call the advantage?" I was just going to bring that up. Actually, was searching for. Um, was that Orzato yesterday? Uh, yeah, didn't remember. Yeah, okay, it was Orzato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he did a really good job with the match yesterday, man. Like it's so weird to say, you know, you had Valeri before who called, I think, a fair match in the loss <laughs> in team that. And then you have Orzato who who called another pretty fair match yesterday. Um, I, I think Ralph Bizarro ha, has something, you know, there when it when he says the ref called the advantage. Like, you know, the ref just let it play. You know, let it yeah. go. It, it's early in the match. You know, let's 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 go. Um, but I think it could have been a penalty if had had we lost the ball or if Zielinski maybe missed the shot or whatever. You know, VAR might have checked it out. But yeah, uh, pulled it back. Yeah, moving on to the second goal where um, I believe it was Insigne who found uh, Mertens. Mertens losing <clears> so <throat> many of the defense there. Uh, oh, my God. He said, he said like three of them down. That was yeah. Uh, uh, was it a Cherby that he just like left in the dust? Yeah. Was, or, yeah. Uh, Cherby's still sitting or there. Or the something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 Still, he's, still, <laughs> he's still sliding off the pit. He's really. still, he has not, he's not recovered. <laughs> Someone needs to create that gift of him like. Of, of of him just sliding right off man. Yeah. um the the conditions yesterday were pretty horrid as well in the first half yeah, especially right. what a, what a mess that was right yeah. um but but mertens being mertens puts in his um uh 104th goal of uh Serie a, uh 138th i believe uh all time I think, yeah 137 138 yeah i think yeah 137 138 and then 104 105 right but yeah, the second goal so. coming the second goal coming just four minutes after the first uh yeah. and napoli were just flying so high the, the second goal was uh, almost the the uh, very similar to the one he scored against torino a little bit in my eye a little palonetto yes right? yes yes yeah. 
Yeah. Um, just eating the defense up, and he was back, man. Mertens is yeah. back. And you could see in their face, they're just having so much fun out yeah. there, you know? I feel like when Napoli is in a situation where they're going to have a good time on the pitch, there's nobody that can stop them. Um, third goal, beautiful, beautiful play. Uh, uh, Fabian finding uh, Lozano, who took takes one touch, uh, gets it gets it right to Dries. And Dries, you could tell, was just staring Lozano down, like, give me this ball, I'm going to take this shot and score. It's going to yeah. happen. And it was just sort of like training ground type stuff, you know? And, uh, uh, but the shot, the Palonetto, the Tiragiro, the, the whatever you want to call it from, from Mertens. That yeah, was uh, nice. Totally losing, you know, Peperina. A little surprised at Peperina. I mean, not that these were easy shots to take, but Peperina knows Napoli. He knows that Napoli. He was there yeah. for that. Husai too, you know? Yeah. Um, Napoli just on a different level, man. Uh, just, just for me, three nil at the uh, before thirty minutes, and Napoli were on cruise control. Yeah, it was. I mean, listen, it was a charged atmosphere with the Maradona tribute. The crowd finally, Curva B was back. The ultras were back in Curva B. You could just feel the <clears throat> the intensity. Of the stadium was there. The, the, I think the team felt it, and that was lacking a little bit at the beginning of the season. As much as we debate about the ultras and how much you know power they hold over the. The, the the team a little bit as far as who can go in what they can do or cannot do you know we can debate that but they they bring the heat and they bring the energy to the to the game so having them back i think helped the team as well but yeah, yeah I mean, the first half was just you know devastating devastating for sure for sure uh daniel chimes in and says people can't blame the conditions because it was the same for both uh mertens Sent a Cherby back to Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, does, uh, he didn't take the train. He didn't take the Fecha Rosa. He just went. He just nah, touched nah. water. <laughs> nah, yeah. Ken, Ken, yo, boys, wish What's I could up, be bro? there tonight. That's okay, Kenny. Don't, no worries. We'll get just you keeping it warm, Ken. No worries. Yes, keeping yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then you know, takes us to the half. Uh, hold on, uh, Francesco, in here. Yeah, that Merton's goal was similar to his chip against Joe Hart. When he got a hat trick, right against Torino. Yes, very good, yeah. very good. Luca, um, buonasera. What's up, bro? Ciao, ragazzi. Raf Pizzaro, KO. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We knocked him right out. So, so second half starts. Um, and I tell you what. Uh, so, so Lazio made the change. He took Patrick out and put in uh, Lazzari. Oh, man, Lazzari. That's right. And we had Sean McIntosh in here yesterday from the Laziale from Lazio Lounge. Um, uh, with Charlotte FC, actually, he's uh, he's working with Charlotte FC. Uh, he he seems to think that that um, Lazzari should have started this match yesterday. Um, I don't really think it would have mattered. I think Napoli were on a, a mission. I think they had the vision in front of them, and I don't think anyone would have stopped them. So whether it was Patric or uh, or uh, Lazzari, I don't think it would have mattered. But but to his credit, Lazzari came in and um. I thought I saw Napoli, I don't want to say take their foot off the gas, but definitely play a little more reserved after, yeah. the, after coming into the second half. Um, definitely kept the press going, but Lazio really had nothing in the second half because all their chances really came in the first, didn't it? Um, yeah, the Chadby header and the, the Luis Alberto header, volley, right? Yes, the volley from Luis Alberto that, um, that Ospina saved, which was a – Magnificent save. save. Great save. Uh, the ensuing corner kick with the Acherby header hitting the crossbar. Um, uh, before that, the Immobile run down the left to. Uh, yeah, he to, beat Rahmani. Uh, 
Yeah. Right, beat Rahmani, but and that's funny because Rahmani got the worst rating uh, by Foot Mob yesterday. I mean, I didn't think he played a bad game. We just didn't really hear his name that much. Yeah, he didn't have much to do, but not much to do. Right. Uh, and then, and then with a few minutes left, you know, we made all the changes we needed to make. Uh, well, minus two. Uh, Mertens came off. Lozano came off. Uh, who else was it that came off? Uh, I believe it was Zielinski. Zielinski had Zielinski. come on. Yeah, yes. because Demi came on, yeah. Demi yeah. came on. And then Fabian with his magic. I mean, Imago, but, but what's not talked about a lot since last night were the amount of passes leading up to that play. Yeah. 50. 50 consecutive passes. I remember hearing ole, 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 but not for this play. It was for another play that Armani had sent out of touch. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I just was going ole, ole. But then they get the ball back and 50 passes before Zilin- before Fabian buries the fourth goal. Just a friggin' thing of beauty. And yeah. Fabian, we need to talk about him a little bit. We are going to talk about Lobotka, I do want to touch on him too. I did see some stuff in here about him. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll people have some it. good comments about Lobotka, right? We'll, yeah. Right, we'll address it. But the Fabian goal, I mean, Zielinski coming off for Deme allowed Fabian go a little a little forward. Yep. And we've been saying this on you know various platforms on this Far From Vesuvius network, that when Fabian gets a little bit of uh, range – at the edge of the box, he's deadly. 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 Yeah, you can't give him any space. Right. Before yesterday, he hadn't been playing very well for the for a few games. Um, but yesterday he was magnificent. I had him as our beast of the match. Talk to me about how you feel about how Fabian has come along in the last few matches, half season. What have you? Yeah, I'll even bring it back further than that because I remember having conversations with you guys at the beginning of last year where we weren't, you know, he was kind of playing in a new position, right? Back further. He wasn't really playing that well. People were ready to just sell him off. You know, I'm tired. This guy's too slow, blah, 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 blah. And then progressively last year, he got much, much better. Towards the end of the year, I, I, last year, I thought he was one of our best players. Um, and then this year, he started off really strong, but he, he never comes off the field at this point. So he probably. Had some tired legs a couple of games, um, you know, previous. And now I think he's back. Um, you know, he showed great performance against Lazio. He was all over the field, like you said. And, man, if you give this guy an inch anywhere within striking distance, it's lights out, man. It, I mean, his left foot is, you know, it, it's just pinpoint precision, power. And he he, he was smart, too, because he kept it low. It's, you know, and with the weather, we talked about it. Skid, you know, with that ball skids, I mean, you have no mm-hmm. choice. You have no chance. Sure. Um, but I think he's playing great, man. He's playing great as a play as a playmaker. He's gotten much much better at at recovering the ball defensively. He that was his weakest point, I thought, last year. I think he's improved tremendously in that area uh, where he's able to win some balls back and and start you know a counter or, or get us going offensively. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a top player, man. He, he's a top player. And the closer, listen, if. The closer to goal, the better he is. But the position he's playing now, he's he's playing phenomenal. But I think closer to goal, he's a better player. You're right, but he is really coming into that deeper role. I think yeah. you know he's coming into it. It just needed. It was a matter of time. He just needed to really, you know, make that his own. You know, uh, we'll move to Daniel 
Am I the only one who thought Lobotka was candidate for man of the match? He had like 150 passes and controlled the tempo well and won the ball back a lot. Now, um, Deme returning from COVID shortly before the Europa League match um, was set to take place, too late for him to be included in the squad um, available for this game. I really thought he should have gotten the start. I was very gung-ho on Deme starting over Lobotka. I realized Lobotka started off really well this season, got injured, came back, uh, didn't feature too, too much, got the start against the Europa, in, uh, uh, Spartak in the Europa League, didn't really work out that well, but, um, you know, gave up the penalty in the first two minutes. But Lobotka yesterday was something else, man. He he, I agree where he could have been candidate for at least beast of arm, uh, beast of the match on, on our platform, but definitely, possibly, you know, man of the match candidate. I'll check his uh, uh, um, uh, foot mob stats, uh, foot mob ratings, and it's just a second. Um, Mateo agrees with Daniel Lobo had its ninety-seven percent completion rate, yeah, he- nine recoveries. Biz says the same. He had a great game. Uh, Ken also said the same thing. Lobotka uh, could unlock Fabian moving forward, which I yeah. believe he helped do when uh, Deme came in for Zielinski. Um, Gianluca, uh, I'm sorry, not Gianluca. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's it for Lobotka in the comments. But yeah, um, unbelievable game from Lobotka yesterday. Um, how did you feel when you first saw that it was Lobotka in there, not Deme? And, um, you know, were your were your feelings uh, <laughs> eradicated after yesterday? No, I was okay with. I mean, I was okay with it. I thought Lobaka had a really strong start to the season, um, but obviously, when we got on Gisa and he was um, kind of forced into the lineup at the beginning, if you guys remember, because Lobaka got hurt, um, and um, you know, he Angisa basically took his spot. I mean, he played. I mean, obviously, we don't have to talk about too much about how great Angisa has been, right? Um, but I, I'm happy that Lobaka got a shot. Um, obviously, he's, I think I tweeted this out yesterday. He's like a new player, you know, a newfound player under Spalletti. You know, he lost a ton of weight. He's in shape. He's recovering balls. He's playing quick, smart. Um, you know, you guys are throwing out all the stats. I don't have to go more into it. But he was in complete mm-hmm. control of the midfield yesterday. Um, shout, out to, shout out to the chat helping us out, man. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, the chat is great. And yeah, I want to... Just Gianluca, going back to Fabian real quick, he made, uh, makes a great point on uh, on Fabian. He's the one who launched that, that long ball to Insigne on the first Mertens. Um, All right. On the right. first Mertens goal. So. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so not, not only was it him launching the ball to Insigne, but he also launched the ball to Lozano. To Lozano the on the switch. Yep. yep that's the switch. One. Yep. yep. Um, but, yeah, man, listen, we got – somebody made a point in the chat about we need to be rotating the um, the midfield more. I agree. Uh, you know, um, as as great as Anguissa and, and um, Fabian pairing has been, I think we have a lot of depth there, and we can keep guys fresh. And like I said before, um, yeah, Francesco. Um, yeah, I think Spalletti should really consider rotating that midfield. I feel like he was leaning on Anguissa every match, not taking anything away. Anguissa was playing lights out. But Lobotka should get minutes. Yeah, same with them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right, right. Um, and again, just listen, I'm all for you guys know me through our conversation, through our chats and Twitter and everything else. I, I like formation flexibility game to game and even within a game and, and having multiple midfielders with different characteristics allows a guy like Spalletti to, to play in different ways against different teams. Like I really thought that 
against Inter, who's a, uh, a team who's um, in the time we say Masic, right? They're tough, they're tough in the middle. I think yeah. we could have used the extra midfielder there. Like games like that, when you're on the road and you, you got to dig in a little bit, I, I think having those that, that little bit of a more robust midfield helps. Um, you know, that's just me. I agree. No, I agree. Um, the, the, the whole midfield is playing great. You know, we just were a little stretched thin at, at a certain time with Deme. You know, Lobotka with his injuries. Yelinski right. was a little injured too. Deme with COVID, this and that. You know, Deme had the injury too in the beginning. Yeah, and Deme probably doesn't have the 90 minutes in his legs. That's probably why you're going to start with COVID and everything else. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, now that everyone's fully fit, healthy, ready to go, you know, Angisa comes back um, pretty soon, I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, a good thing for us, definitely. Uh, I'm going to uh, talk about Ospina, too, because Ospina had a really good game, too. Yeah. I think Ospina's performance today may have been the nail, or yesterday, anyway, may have been the nail in the coffin for Medet. He made the important save when he had to at 2-0. If that goes in, who knows what happens. 100% agreed. Great a lot plan. of people will talk uh, about that 2-0 um, lead being uh, you know, unsafe as uh, you know superstition or or as something that's uh, you know not not real i think it's very real at 2-0 you're taking your foot off the gas a little bit and it allows a team to come back that's why you got to keep pouring it on and pouring it on and that save really did help us out a lot um we were fortunate that the uh um, that the corner kick didn't go in but yeah man i agree 100 percent. i think ospina is like most likely to get a contract renewal and met it to be sold, if you ask yeah. me, if, if anything. I would never have guessed that a year ago. Never Isn't that insane? Years. It's insane. <clears throat> I hope it has been great. Uh, I was a Medet guy from the beginning, you know, young, upcoming. But, I mean, this, you know, the eye test is undeniable, man. Ospina's is just playing lights out. And, you know, it's been well documented how Medet is kind of hot and cold. And he just hasn't developed. And, he's you know, he's often hurt. It's just kind of been disappointing, if I'm being honest. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It just it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it 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 it's it's pretty insane. I mean, like it's not that I fault. You know, I don't really fault Medet for the goals against you know in the in the Europa League when he started. I mean, the one was a penalty, and the other one yeah. was. I mean, maybe maybe he, he was a little, a little slow to react on the header. Yeah, yeah. The header. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But uh, there's not much, you know, <laughs> there's not much Meta really offers when it comes to between Meta and Ospina. And no. I just think his time has come. I think he needs to go to a team that he's going to play a lot more certain, like for certain, you know, with a with a less than backup. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, there you go. Uh, let's see. Gianluca comes in. The triangles were all over the place this week, playing out of the press and into a fast, yeah. fast paced attack without Victor is great to see. Certainly not the same mentality of years past. Yeah. Um, what do you, what do you think about how, um, about how Spalletti has us playing? I mean, I know he lines up in the formation that we, he walked into. Um, but this was very much, just like Saudi ball. Do you yeah. think, do you think the players have, that's a, you know, just a question that popped into my head. Gaetano. Do you think the players have a good enough sense on how to play without much of Spalletti's input on the game? I mean, we know how he plays, 
But do you think maybe he comes in going, all right, guys, you know how to play this style. Just play it, you know? Yeah. Listen, I, I think he's 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 an experienced coach, he's a smart coach, and the core of the team, if we think about it, really has been the same for quite some time now, right? It hasn't really much changed much. Um, so at its core, Napoli's you know, is a team that likes to play quick, one two. Um the players know each other. And I think players in general enjoy a certain amount of freedom within a system. And I think that showed yesterday. Um, obviously, you know, there's a formation. There's, there's, you know, supposed to play a certain place in a certain way. But you saw Mertens. He was all over the field. I mean, he was he was dropping back. He was going to the right and the left, picking up the ball. He was overlapping when Insigne picked up the ball. Um, sitting, you know, Lozano was up and down the wing. As always, Insigne was interchanging a lot with Mertens. Um, the you know Zielinski was switching back and forth with Chiro when Chiro was dropping Zielinski would move up so you could tell that the players were playing with a certain amount of freedom that they enjoy and I mean the, the guys know each other they've been playing together for a very long time um, so I think you make a great point that Spalletti kind of came in and said hey we have a framework here that works let me put maybe a couple of wrinkles in there that I like but let these guys play a little bit I agree, my friend. I agree. Uh, we have some breaking news here. Uh oh, breaking news! Uh, breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Actually, not breaking news, but but uh, someone has broken into the uh, to the studio. He, he's, he's backstage, and he's going to come in. Um, after all, Ken is. In the house. Oh, what's yo. going on, my friend? What's up? What's up, tripletta? What's going you on, bro? It. You made it, my man. You made it. What's I going on? I made it on? happen. I yeah, you know, I have a friend so who's moving saw- out of town, so we had a dinner, but I, it didn't run as long as we thought. So, there you here go. I am. Nice. Here you here you are. So Ken, we'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, get right to you because I know you've been watching and you've been following along. You've been commenting. Um, talk to us about yesterday. What, what really did you take away from yesterday? Um, a few things, a few things really came, um, a few things really impressed me. One, and I think a lot of people have said it, um, the insertion of Labotka uh, and the impact he had on the game yesterday, um, really made a huge difference. Um, I think it took a little bit of the burden off of Fabian to not only be sort of like the creative presence in the midfield, but also like sort of be playing like a regista as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a huge help for the team. Um, obviously Mertens coming alive yesterday was huge because we're all a little bit nervous about what we're going to look like without Osimen. Um, and we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see if this becomes a trend and we get like, you know, a few months of the old Chiro back or whether he just embodied the spirit of Maradona for one night. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think, I mean, obviously it's a huge statement game against your former coach. Uh, once you're all, the team is also reeling a little bit. So I think, I think it's a huge statement game and obviously it's huge for us in the league. Milan have another slip two weeks in a row with losses in the league and, and they sort of had a reverse, right? They lost in the league. They came back and had a huge win in the champions league against uh, Atletico Madrid and then very big win. Yeah. And then took an yep. L against the Sassuolo who will be playing on Wednesday. So um <laughs> You know, it's a huge win. Huge win. Made Maurizio Sarri look stupid, which I'm happy about. Um, you know, Spalletti showed that 
He said earlier in the year that we couldn't play with a false nine, but made some tweaks, uh, allowed Drees to come much closer to the rest of the midfield. And I think that um, that confused the back line of, of Lazio a little bit. Um, allowed like players like Zielinski and Insigne and Lozano to find those spaces ahead. And he was able to sort of navigate his way uh, and be sort of like the last guy in. You see the second goal he scored, he's, you know, not even in the box. So he's sitting at the top of the box waiting and Lozano puts a perfect ball on his foot. And I don't know, this dude loves to score against Lazio. I'll tell you that. He really does. He (laughs) He loves to score against Lazio. And he likes to make their keepers look real stupid. I mean, that goal, that second goal he scored was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Really was. I mean, the really first was. one was great, too. No, no, nothing taken away from the first one because the first one was a great goal also. But the second one was, was special. First time. Yeah. Special. Yeah. The, the poise on the first one was more, impre- more impressive. Yeah, than in the, traffic, yeah. Yeah, because you just got to take a moment there and not rush, you know, and just take your time and just put it right in the corner. But, yeah, that technically speaking, the second goal was uh, – was perfect, yeah. <clears throat> you know, the, the, the shouts for Lobotka being man of the match yesterday, Foot Mob only rated him at a 7-8. Um, Ramani had the lowest rating at 6-7. Kulibali at 7-5. Mario Rui at 7-4. Is it really just because, you know, Di Lorenzo had a yellow, but he got an 8.3 because he had an assist. Is it Are the lower ratings for the defense really just because they didn't have much to do yesterday? But Probably, yeah. I really don't think anyone that started the match yesterday or even came on as a sub, I mean, as little as they really had to do, played bad. I think everyone played just so fantastic. Can you it's think like, of a can you think of a time where Koulibaly had to make a like a, a key tackle or anything yesterday? I don't even I don't I can't remember one time that Koulibaly had to step in. Yeah. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. he might have made one. Uh, yeah. uh, I I might have remembered one, but I mean that's it, you know. And Ramani really wasn't didn't have to do much either. I, I feel like Mario Rui played lights out. Like I mean, he, he only out. attempted one tackle and had one interception. Yeah, He didn't have anything to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Labotka was really the guy. I think he had like 135 completed passes, which is insane. How yeah. can you get a 7-8 uh, from foot mob, man? That's an, I don't know. That, I, don't, I don't know how those guys uh, – Well, the ratings, yeah, yeah. How, how I love they, the guys from foot mob. Don't get me wrong. I do. I, they, they're actually really cool. They're responsive. They've, I've chatted with them. But uh, but but yeah, that was a little that was a little crazy. Anyway, you you mentioned Politano. He is coming back from COVID. Um, yes. Tested negative earlier this morning. Uh, now we got him back. Uh, hopefully he's available for the Wednesday match against Sassuolo. Probably won't start. Maybe he'll come off the bench. Um, but definitely available for the Atalanta match, which I was very excited about. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Um, uh, Politano Lozano, his time starting while Politano was out. Um, we know that this is the heated debate on Twitter and all over the place. <laughs> We're not going to get into that, but um, let's realistically <laughs> chat about how Lozano did filling in for Politano while he was out from COVID. Uh, Gaetano, you can start. Uh, hot and cold. I would describe him as hot and hot and. I actually thought he would take this chance and do more with it. I, I was a little bit disappointed that um he played well yesterday and he's played well, but he has not. I don't think he's played great in any match. Um, we have we haven't seen the Lozano from uh, early last year since probably five six months ago. Uh, I don't want to discount this guy. Almost lost his eye during that one game uh, when sure. he played with Mexico. Yeah. So I'm sure that 
that might still be a factor. I mean, you go into a challenge like that and, you, you know, you have a serious issue in your face. That's That probably affects you a little bit. But um, I was hoping he'd do more. I'm a, I'm a Lozano guy. I, I like both Lozano and Politano. But, uh, you know, I was I was hoping for more. I was hoping for a little bit. I don't know if disappointed is the word, but a little bit left to be desired, I guess, uh, from Lozano these last couple couple of weeks. Ken? Yeah, I mean, I thought he played really well um, yesterday. Uh, he had an assist on Merton's second goal. Obviously, it's a amazing finish, so it is what it is. But I thought he played well against Inter too, in, in, in a match where a lot of yeah. us, a lot of the guys didn't play very well. I thought he was one yeah. of the bright spots. I mean, especially I he, in the first half. Yeah, yeah he, he was giving Pedisic a lot of problems. I mean, I'm and in the Europa League, and in the Europa League. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's been good. He's been good. I mean, he hasn't you know, torn the world down, but um, I think he's been good. I know a lot of people were expecting him to, I don't know, do some one thing or the other because of his comments on international break, but he's been fine. I'm happy to, uh, happy to have Politano back. I mean, for me, it's not a debate really. I think I prefer Lozano to start, but I'm happy we have them both. That I don't know why anybody, I'm very happy that we have them both. So, Sean Sullivan says that the one-two between him and Cheeto was fire. Uh, I agree, my friend. Who Sean also said hi to you, Ken. By the way, he wanted. To hey, Sean, hi. what's up, dude? Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I agree. Uh, him and Cheeto linked up pretty well yesterday. Um, uh, he was able to find uh, Mertens a couple times. Uh, Francesco says that Lozano could have had some assists against Inter, especially in the Europa League at Spartak. So the assist he got yesterday was deserved. It was for sure. I I like Lozano. I think he's he adds something that we, you know. Hey, listen, I'll never complain about Lozano or Politano. I'm I'm a fan of both of them. I love them both. I think that they both add to what we used to have on the right with uh with uh Callejon. Um, Callejon's last two seasons with Napoli weren't the greatest two seasons. So them both combining for. A, ton of goals and assists especially last season was very good very good to have that come from the right side i just feel like i wish lozano would take a few more runs or would make a few more runs to that to that byline you know i i feel like um uh i feel like that's something callejon really did well was was stretch the space you know out wide very use all the space that he's given um, those passes from Insignia to Callejon to either take a shot like at an incredible angle or put the ball back into the center for Mertens or whoever's in the front what was, was was what I love the most about Callejon. And sometimes I see Politano make those runs, but not Lozano. And that's something I would like from, from him. But other than that, I think Lozano does really well. He works hard. He runs. He, 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 he's smart with the ball most of the time. And, uh, you know, I have no problem with either of them, to be honest with you. John Lucas says some games, depending matchup, Lozano is better or Politano. They both offer very different things and are very good at what they offer. Agreed. 100% agreed. agreed. Oh, it goes back to what we talked about before, right? Giving Spalletti flexibility in the team when he needs it. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, and and Unas also came back to training. Today. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were one we were talking about that before we went yeah. on the air. Um, um, yeah. Gaetano and I. Oh, were he's back there. at training, Ken. Yeah, this oh, morning man. he was back. Yeah, which is good news. This is good news. I mean, so listen, listen, 
He's somebody who play false nine too. I think no. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think you can put him in the middle. He's yeah. a he's he's. I don't know if I trust him there, but he can do it. Yeah. Can he do it well? I don't know. He, he for me, he's his spot on the team is secured. He's someone who you can put on, you know, seventieth, seventy fifth minute when you need that spark. Agree. You know, things aren't working. You need someone to come on and maybe have a, a moment of magic because he he can he has the ability to do it. Um, he has never done it consistently for us, but he is capable of it and shows flashes of it still. So, yeah. um, you know, it, but it's good. It's good to have your team coming back. I know uh, Deme was back yesterday. He was in the team. Bolitano's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. back. Unas is back. Manolas is back. So, you know, I know, I know we're dealing with two injuries that we're really sad about right now, but it's good to see some of these other guys come back into the fold. Um, so, you know, hopefully on these guys back before. Right. Right. The, the Christmas break, and we can get a couple games out of him beforehand. We know Simon won't be, but you know, I think it's good that we have Lobotka in good form. Deme, I think, is a good guy to bring on late in the game or have a spot start. Obviously, Fabian has been great all season. Zelinski's heating up too, so very happy with what we're seeing. Sal right Debrita comes in, says, "I can't wait to see more of Unas. He's such an incredible potential, and if he hits that, then we would be in a great." I think we're in a great place already, bro. I just, I, I agree with the Unas comment. I do, but we're in such a fantastic place right now. Yeah. Even without Unas, I think we're we're good. Yeah, we're he's, good. he's also twenty five already, so like, yeah. I don't know what his ceiling is at this point, but sure. John Lucas says false nine. Unas is a sub, not as a starter, but yeah. I like him a lot and, and brings some something yeah. no one else can on our Agreed. spot for sure. He, he does have hungry. he does have that one. He does have the ability of that. Winning that one on one, that basically yeah. no one else, no one yeah, else team has it. Same, it's true. Man. Yeah, he's he's got that hunger and desire for goal. Um, um, yeah. and one on one, he's gonna beat somebody. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, it's so, it's sure. something that's every once in a while Elmas can do also off the bench. Yeah, but yeah. Unas Unas has has some special. Sometimes he does something you're like, oh shit, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he makes yeah. sometimes takes your breath away with the things that he does. Um, yeah. You know, Unas for me, uh, not Unas. I'm sorry, Elmas for me. Um, right in front of goal, he's a little, he's a little. I'm a little skeptical with him right in front of goal. I think Unas is better on 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 the left or like more towards yeah. the middle of the pitch. He, he's like a Vizilinski right now. Sure, sure. I, he just I, doesn't. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't pass forward though. Ever. That's the thing. I love you notice Elmas. Yeah, yeah. He like almost never passes forward. He, what do you guys think Elmas' natural ball, position has, is? And then when he has the ball in front of goal, he tends to really, like, just kind of get flat-footed or or just lose it, lose himself. Elmas' you know? best position is probably as an attacking midfielder because he's not fast that. enough to be a winger and he's not clinical enough to be a striker. He, he's agree. a weird one. I think he's like a segunda punta, like old-school yeah. segunda punta. That's what sure. he does. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We got, uh, got Gianluca again. He's similar to Victor that defenders cannot mess up since he's so fast and he could break. Oh, I think he's talking oh, about Unas. Oh, yeah. Unas. Yeah. 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 But as far as Almas is concerned, uh, Almas is just a workhorse, but he either does too little or too much. He's clearly the best player on North Macedonia, and he's going to be missed from them yeah. by, by them for that Italy game in March. So, um, that's uh, that's something that we have to look into. 
um, for that. But uh, obviously, we're okay with him missing that, right? Uh, on both levels for Napoli and for Italy. Daniel D says this squad is incredible, has so many different plays, styles, and scoring ability. We just have to stay healthy. And I th- also think we have to stay hungry, Daniel. We have to keep this mentality. And we've been doing a good job of it this season. You know, there's no shame in losing to the champions of Italy at their home. Right. And having yeah, the ability I mean, to have either probably should have picked a draw from that. Probably yeah. should have picked a draw from that. But yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no uh, shame in that at all. I, I'm, I was not as upset as I should have been <laughs> from that loss. Um, but uh, I think we have that mentality. I just, I got to say, and I hate to say this, but um Looking ahead to Sassuolo, like if there's a way that we can bring that statue with us to the Mape, that'd be <laughs> nice. Um, because uh, at least because I know that there's the one outside of the stadio, right uh, near the distinct entrance. Then there's the one that's that was on the sidelines on yesterday. The track, yeah, supposed to be left in the locker rooms from now yes. on. I yeah. think they need to wheel that thing. Out to the sidelines, wherever we go, home match. Why not? Why not? Yeah. What's what's it? You know. Yeah. There's I thought you meant to bring it on the road, like uh, every road game. Well, no, well, I did say that in a. I said that jokingly. We have to bring it to the <laughs> But I definitely think at home it should be there. Oh yeah, it should be right there. Agreed. Wheel it out. Wheel. Put it back in the locker room at the that's end of right. the match. You know, like if you ever wanted a motivation, that statue is going to motivate these guys. It's not just yeah. a picture on the wall. It's not just saying that it's it's a, this statue, this beautiful bronze statue that was created in his honor that I know that the Maradona family aren't really fans of because of the fact that it's the guy that's trying to monetize from it. Oh, but, my gosh. But 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 still. Yeah, Diego, Diego Jr., man, he's a, this guy. I mean, go ahead. Rafa, just, no, go no, ahead. no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But um, you should worry about the club he coaches and not what Napoli is. Yeah, doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he spoke with uh, De Laurentiis and uh, they had a good chat. And he said that as long as that dude's not there, he's not going to be there. But uh, he supports Napoli and you know uh, uh, the tributes. He just doesn't support the dude. What's his name? Cherchi, I think his name is. Anyway, yeah. Saldi Brita threw 14 matches last year, 25 points. Threw 14 this year, 35. Spalletti effect. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Let's look ahead to Sassuolo on Wednesday and Atalanta on Sunday. So Politano being back from COVID, Unas training. Um, you know, one thing we didn't talk about with the Lazio match is how we, you and I, Ken, thought that it would have been a better idea to start Petania, and were we proven wrong? Um, what do you I mean, think this is this Poletti's one? fault, by the way. Thank you very much, Luciano. He said... This team doesn't work with a false nine, blah, 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 blah. We're not going to do the, you know, because they tried Mertens uh, a few weeks ago or a month ago, and it didn't work. And he was like, okay, this is, you know, this isn't working. So, Luciano, you got made me get my predictions all wrong. So, hope you're happy. Um, right. But, yeah. but, but considering, like, you know, our buddy uh, Henry Bell, the former former Frank sidekick. The Tory, um, yes. He, the 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 Torre the, the Torre di Napoli right um, <laughs> his his articles you know really paint the the Mertens picture as yeah. he's not really a false nine anymore True. he's a legit striker yes he um, well he, he under Saudi he didn't play as a false nine but right. the way that Spalletti implements him yeah is he a drop back a lot 
Yeah. He's dropped back to the midfield a lot. Yeah. Yesterday he was he was he was dropping super deep and actually letting Zelinsky be the the first yeah. person to that, press. Yeah, that's what we were saying before, Rafa. When there was everybody was just interchanging those him, him and Senia and Zelinsky were basically mm. interchangeable in the triangle up there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Sean said to rub the foot before every match. <laughs> It'd be the new um, tradition. The foot's a little weird. Can we can we throw that out there? The gold foot, you don't like it? I like the gold foot. It, it, it's nice. I think you could add a boot on though. The one, uh, the one outside doesn't have the gold foot. The one, uh, the one, the the one inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little weird. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get that he's like you know. I I get the you know. I get what they're going for. But like he can be wearing a boot, right? We need the guys barefoot out there. I don't know. Also, how do you guys feel about the whole he's leading with his right and he's a lefty? What a, guy, the guy, the he guy could just be controlling the ball. Who cares? Give me a break. Uh, I see, mean, the no, one in the stadium, he's right actually getting it with his knee. <laughs> Both statues, he's using his right foot. No, no, the statue is on the stadium. He's actually, the, the ball is like up around his knee. Yeah. yeah. He's not yes, actually controlling right. it with his foot. That's right. So. Well, only, Napoli, only Napoli fans would argue about the, the Maradona statue controlling the ball with the right foot. Yeah, Gianluca is, Gianluca is not happy about it, bro. Nope. He's pissed. <laughs> he boycotts the statue. I, yeah, he says that he thinks we go with the exact same lineup, possible only switchings, Deme in the midfield, but I see the same team. I don't know. I think I think we get a little bit of – got to start to rotate a little bit, otherwise to, yeah. these guys are going to right. fall apart. You got you – got, a match midweek this week. You got a match midweek next week. You play Atalanta on Sunday. Is Atalanta Sunday or Saturday? Atalanta Saturday. 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 Oh yeah, Saturday. you're right. That's my bad. I wrote Sunday. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. No Saturday. Sorry, guys. It's actually it's actually annoying because Atalanta plays tomorrow. Tomorrow they get an extra day yeah, and they're home. Yeah, they do play tomorrow. Yeah, but yeah, the game. Um, I think they play tomorrow. I would I would rest Fabian on Wednesday and play Dem and Loboca in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, you, you have options. You can go Deme Labotka, or you can go Labotka Zelinsky to start with Elmas yeah. as your. Or you have options. You could do Elmas as a ten. You could do Zelinsky as a ten with Deme and and Labotka. You could you could do Patania and Mertens as two strikers with Fabian and someone else. There's options. Yeah. I, I, I do think, think we will rotate, though. I do think. I also rotate. think he's got to try to give Insigne a little break too, because he probably won't be able to play both games. Ninety. Listen, Sassuolo I mean, with some he'll big. Start, he'll start Insigne, but he'll, he'll if we get a lead, he'll take him out. The guy who needs the, the guy who needs the rest the most is Di Lorenzo. For sure, uh, this guy never. He hasn't been off the field in three years. For sure. So, I mean, I know it's not a game you want to say it, but at some point, like, at some point, Malqui's got to start a game. I know we. I don't love him as a player, but you have to at least try it and see what happens. Because, I mean, there's no one else. Who else is going to play right back? He's the only backup you have. You know, at least yeah. at left back, Juan Jesus started a game. Gulam, I think, is dead, but whatever. <laughs> I, I hope not. What a shame, I mean, Gulam, man. Every time it's, I think it's about. obvious that he can't play. Longer than a few minutes because even in the Europa League or whatever, he's not starting. Yeah. Even when he was suspended in the Europa League, he didn't start when Rui was suspended. He's, I don't think he's got anything. I wonder if, I think I brought this up when you guys were, I was chatting when you guys had the show, your first show a couple of weeks ago. 
I wonder if he ever goes three at the back to give Di Lorenzo a break that way and play you could. Juan, Juan Jesus, Koulibaly, Ramani, and then somebody else on that right spot. Maybe, you know. I mean, maybe there you can get away with playing Malkui. Yeah, you can play Malkui. back as much. Right. Mary on the left, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter who you play. It depends how offensive I mean, you want to be. I mean, I mean, he tried Mario Rui as a Regista against Inter for a little <laughs> while. Or Spartak. I don't remember which game it was. I think Spartak, actually. It was Spartak, yeah. yeah. By the way, if Mario Rui ever scores, the, the Maradona is just going to fall down. He should have scored yesterday. He should have scored yesterday. He should have scored last weekend. Yeah, he should have scored last weekend too. Guys, Sassuolo, uh, you know, coming off of some big wins. I mean, Milan, Juve. You know, I mean, uh, how how big the Juve win might be. It might not be that big, you know, considering Juve right I mean, now. But, but they also still, lost Napoli at home. Yeah. They drew Cagliari at home. So like, you know. Sure, sure, but they're a tough team, and they and they, and they took oh, Roma yeah. to the limits in the first couple of weeks. Like, like they're a very tough team. I watch them a lot, um, and they always and, play uh, us tough. And they always play us tough, and they're a tough team. Yeah, so I mean, Dionisi has done really well with them, right? For sure. Now, uh, Genoa play against Milan at the same time. So while we're playing, they're going to play them. That's an uh, L for Genoa, uh, by the way. Yeah, that's an L for Genoa for sure, but. Uh, you know, and Inter Spezia is before our game at twelve thirty on uh-huh. Saturday. So, Actually, yeah, we gotta, Roma, so we gotta win. We gotta win. We gotta win. We gotta win, man. So, are we really thinking about starting Malqui against Sassuolo on Wednesday? I mean, I know that would be the opportunity. The, prob- the problem is, I mean, you, you have to trust these guys at some point. Otherwise, the wheels are going to come off in February and March. Do you think we play them in the Europa League against Leicester City, even though we need a win to qualify at least? Still three games in a week. Yes, yeah. three games. I mean, listen, De Laurent, like we said, De Laurent literally has not come out the field in three years. I think it's it's actually mind-boggling how he's how he's still performing at such a high level. He's, do you think a rest – Never off the field. Do you think a rest might screw with him mentally? No. 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 <laughs> he, I mean, he knows his spot in the team. Come on. I mean, I, I would be shocked. Nah, I know he knows his spot, but you know, you think he'll he'll get thrown off for for a rest or like? like I, I don't. I would, I would be shocked. I'd be shocked. Okay. I mean, I'd hope not. The guy must be dying. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> John Lucas says we just need to lock up Berardi. That's ah, pretty true. You know, Well guy's pretty good too. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Daniel says he never thought he'd see the day that Marie is his Twitter. Profile. Did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? that what he did with the what Danny did with Marie? With the Ballon d'Or. With the Ballon d'Or. Yes. <laughs> Psychomaniac. How he didn't win the Ballon d'Or is beyond me, right, guys? They weren't even allowed in the building to even watch. Forget about winning the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Too much Mario Rui slander in the world. That guy's been good for like four years, and everyone. I'm fine with. I'm time. fine with uh, Mario Rui. I See, and this is what I'm talking about. We had a 91 point season with Mario Rui as our left back for most of the yeah. season. I have no. Gulam I have no like issues. Exploded, and uh, and he had to step in and did a really good job. I have never had an issue with Mario Rui. I just think we need our backup. <laughs> just he needs a backup because Gulam is dead. Yeah. John Obviously Lucas not literally, he, but I mean, as a football player, he's just wiped. Yeah, it's John Lucas sad. He, he, he probably doesn't want to sit, meaning Di Lorenzo. Uh, I mean, he maybe he doesn't. No one ever benched him. I mean, know? he wouldn't be benched. It's not like he's it's a punishment. Yeah, it's not it's a like, punishment. It's a rest. <laughs> I think he's talking about Mari Rui there. He, uh, John Luca is not a big fan of Mari Rui. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> 
Sal says we need to move on from Gulam. Painful to say, but he I needs mean, to get left yeah, behind. His contract is up at the end of the year, so yeah, yeah. he will be. Through. So I will give him a role in the club to like I don't know scouting or something. He deserves. It, I man. think I so. Him. He's a really nice man too. You know, he, yeah. he oh, he's a great guy. Too. I mean, it seems like he's a really nice guy. This is no. We spoke to him. We spoke to him in Michigan. Really yes. cool. Really guy. Really good dude. Yeah. Uh, so Luca has a transfer at question. We're talking transfers already, guys. Luca Lombardi comes in. Do you guys think we add a CB, a striker, an RB in the January window? What do you think? Depends on if we sell anyone. If the rumors of Monolos going to Olympiacos are true, then, we then we're going to sign a center back, I think. Again, watching the post-match stuff where he's celebrating with the team, he's celebrating as hard as, as, as if he started the match. Like he doesn't look like he's upset. <laughs> he, he looks happy on this squad. I think he loves Naples. I don't know. I like like. I mean, it makes sense to sell he's him. He's been I awful, think, man. He's been. He so has. Bad. He hasn't been good, but he's I think it makes sense to sell him. But do you think he wants to leave? I mean, yeah. I mean, if he did, he wouldn't show it. I don't think he doesn't start enough. I don't think he would. Problem. I don't think he would outwardly say like y'all want out of here. But honestly, don't I wouldn't be surprised to sell if anybody him. this transfer window, man. Like keep this keep this group together, you know. Manolas has been incredibly disappointing signing. Yeah, just overall, it's just been overall, really bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, for the money we spent and what the wages he earns, he's, he has not lived up at all. Yeah, um, he's the only one I would consider selling. But if we're gonna add, it would have to. I mean, if if Manolas stays, then the only thing we'd have to consider would be a right back or a striker. Yeah, but I don't know if we're gonna we're not gonna go for a striker. I don't think though. I truly mm -hmm. don't. If Mertens I, is I, listen, if Mertens I, is bidding and Patania is the backup and Osimhen's coming back in February, signing a striker is redundant because that person is never gonna play come when Osimhen comes back. Mm -hmm. So who are you gonna invest in? Like a, I mean, if Mertens is leaving, a third string striker or I don't know. You guys tell me Cavani's not coming. <laughs> You took the words out of my mouth. That's the quickest way to piss Ken off or to or to annoy him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ken. These guys I'm have sorry, been, Ken. Yeah, he's I'm been sorry, coming Ken. back for four years. I was uh, that was not meant to piss you off. I was no, being, no, no. I mean, no, I no, being, I'm joking. I'm joking. I was being suspicious. because people will say it truthfully. That's, that's yeah, no, people actually think. I was saying it truthfully for years, man. I've given up. It's just he's not, not coming. He's never. He come. would not take the pay cut needed to come here. That's why he hasn't come here before. Right. Why would he come from PSG wages to play for us? Why would he come from Man United wages to come to us? It doesn't make any sense for him. Mm -hmm. Unless he, unless this is like some sort of passion project for him, then fine, come. But I, there's no way he's not going to come from seven, eight million a year to come play for us. And you know, we, we're not even going to, you know, we know the wage structure here. So it is what it is. If he okay. wants to, if he wants to come play for us because he loves the city and he wants to make you know a million a year and just wants to play because he loves the city so much, come on, let's do it. But if not, you know, I loved you when you were here, but you're not here anymore. So it's time to move on, everybody. Time to emotionally move on from Cavani. Let me ask you guys a question. Uh, a a um, lesser of two evil, two evils. Who do you want? In Salernitana Juventus. <laughs> no, no debate for me. I want Salernitana to win, baby. Always. 
Anytime Juventus is playing, it's always whatever anytime, other team. Anytime. It anytime. doesn't matter who they're playing. I don't care. It, it could be playing. Not as annoying, but they're irrelevant. They're going to go back to City. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even, yeah, even, if they were, even if they were relevant and up there, I, I would want Juve to lose at all costs. Yeah. Um, something I didn't really expect to talk about. Let's talk about this uh, this rating of the Juventus offices again. Another another uh, scandal. Another uh, potential uh, 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 friggin' Scudetto taken away. Two maybe. Um, the the shady transfers, Pjanic and Arthur, or whatever. Um, what do you guys? Th- and, and you know, Napoli's involved because of Aussie men, of course. Once Napoli gets involved, all of the investigations open up, and now they're talking about points deductions and fines and relegation for Juve and 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 Scudetto's taken away again. How do you guys see this playing out? Is this a slap on the wrist for Juve and everyone else, or or do you think this is a big thing? No idea. It's too early to say for me. I don't know. I haven't followed it closely enough to say. Um. I'll be shocked if anything actually happens as far as point deduct- point deductions or relegations, um, fines possibly. I've even read things about Agnelli possibly stepping down or being forced yeah, out. Yeah, he was supposed to step down for being the Super League, right? Um, listen, when it comes to Juventus, man, in Italy, we, we do we have to go through this every? I mean, they, they run the league, all right. They're like this is all charades. The, none of even this when they got relegated to Scudetti, they're still on the on the on the Juventus Arena, whatever the hell the stadium is called. They're still posting however many Scudetti they want because they could do whatever they they could do whatever they want. It's not going to make a difference. The 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 police can go and they can investigate and they can look. At the end of the day, Juventus, Agnelli, and whoever else is over there runs runs whatever they're going to run. And I'm sorry, I'm going to go in my soapbox here, but I, I freaking hate them. And and it is what it is, man. They they can they get away with murder year in and year out, and and it's just what it is. It's just what it is. They this pusubolenza uh, whatever. It's one word in Italian. I don't know what to say. It's like Yeah, I speak perfect Italian. I don't know how to say that word for some reason. It tricks me up every time. Because it's made up with pusubolenza. Yeah, whatever. They they like basically invented it. They have like ninety million of like fake money that doesn't exist. They just they just come up with like. They sell players overvalued. It's just—it's a mess. They just do whatever they want. Yeah, but that's what they're investigating. And if if found guilty, they could be facing a lot of trouble. Which what I do think you think will happen? Deserve, you think man. something's actually going to well, happen? Well, I mean, who who really thought something was going to happen at Calciopoli, and then it happened? You know, like that's true. Honestly, for real, they were. That's way hard. worse, though. <laughs> that's way worse. Well, Plus for they sure. The recordings. They had the recordings at Calciopoli. I hear you. I mean, Man City pretty much got a slap on the wrist. They didn't get any fines from UEFA. So who do you really think? Who really thinks anything's going to happen? It, I, I mean, yeah. my opinion, without knowing too much about it, is nothing will probably happen. And yeah. Every time something like this happens with Juventus, especially in Napoli, they make a big deal about this in the newspapers and on the websites yeah. and all this stuff. But most likely scenario is that nothing will happen. But that won't take away from me enjoying every time they lose this season. Agree, Ken, 110, 20%. Yeah. Um, Let's not talk about them anymore, by the way. <laughs> by the way, my kids are not allowed to say the word Juventus in my house. Just so you know. <laughs> Oh, dude. That's the quickest way to piss me off, man. It really is. 
It really is. It's great because when we talk about Juve losing, it's the same passion as we talk about Napoli winning. It really is. Um, But a lot of people are in agreement that uh, Juve are not. The best part about Juve is when Rafa sings their theme song. Oh, God. Oh, oh, man. I I, I love it so much. (laughs) The best is when you like change the words or like it's just. I love it so much. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you. After oh, what loss was it? It was uh, it was a big loss. The one you did in the car, I was done. Yes, that was the best one. <laughs> but then there was the one in the shop uh, while we were hey. working. Listen, yeah. I missed, I missed the, um, I missed doing it, you know, live as they were losing and walking off the pitch, and the song was playing, and they lost that. I think the one in the car must have been Empoli. No, no, the one in the car was Sassuolo. Oh, Sassuolo. Okay. The one in the car was Sassuolo. The one, the one. Hellas was the, the one in the shop. Was Hellas. Yeah. <laughs> and I missed do I missed doing it live, so I YouTube the song and played the song so loud in the shop with a client. <laughs> I was the client in the chair. Client was in the chair. He had no idea what was going on. I'm trying to tell him. <laughs> I'm so confused. My cousin is like, "Why? Why are you doing this?" <laughs> I'm like, "God, dude, come on. What do you mean, why?" Oh man, I love like I think that's what I'm gonna do. Anytime you even lose, I'm at work. I'm just gonna blast that the YouTube song and just play it and just play it. I won't even sing. I'll just play it. Smile, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's wonderful though. I love it. I love it. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, final thoughts. Uh, we're we're at we're just over an hour right now. I think we can call it here. But uh, you know, like I said, we're looking ahead earlier. Like I said to. Uh, Sassuolo on Wednesday and then Atalanta on Saturday. Um, uh, uh, there's another big, there's a big match. Atalanta play Venezia tomorrow, but um, but while we play Atalanta, there's a big match. Roma Inter is a big one. Um, uh, yeah. Let's not forget we're 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 also trying to fend off Inter. I think yeah. somehow I think at the end of um, the first half of the season. It's going to be Inter on our coattails and not Milan. I think Milan are going to drop a few more points on the Agreed. road. What do you think, guys? Four uh, points or six points these two games? What do you think we need? I mean, six is optimal, but do you think four? You'd be happy with four? I'd, you guys happy with, I'd be happy with four, a win on Sassuolo, and a draw to Atalanta. I'd be happy, I'd be with. happy with four. We get four out of six here. Four out of six, and then that gives you, what, not, you know, seven out of 12 or something, seven out of nine, including the yeah. match yesterday. Against two really good teams, put us at what thirty nine points. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think I agree. Inter is the team I worry about more than Milan. I'm telling you, man, I I but called it. We play, but we'll see because we play Milan in three weeks. So yeah, like, yeah. That the week before. I mean, Christmas. we should have Zambo back for that. Um, That's a big week for us. I want us to go into the Christmas week. break with big momentum. Agree. That's a big week. Milan, I hate playing Atalanta. Yeah, yeah. Atalanta is going to be tough. But we'll be home. That's evening, bro. I fucking hate that guy. Are, yeah, for sure. We'll be home. That's the only real. Yeah. You know, We've got a lot of home games coming up, actually. Yeah, yeah. we lot. do. A lot. Do. So Sunday, December 19th is the showdown against Milan at the San Siro. That weekend, uh, Atalanta played Roma. And uh, Inter on Friday plays Salernitana in Salerno. Oh my God! Well, that's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so we're playing. We play both of the Milan teams away. So on the return leg, we play. We get them both at home. That's a big deal. That's right. Yeah. Okay. 
That's right. Uh, the schedule is really weird this year. You guys know. Um, yeah. yeah. No, but, but the, I don't know why they did it this way, by the way. I really don't either. It was so it, annoying. They Premier League style it or something like that. I yeah. don't know. It's really ridiculous. But um, January 6th is the Juve Napoli game in Torino. Um, yeah, Napoli Inter is February, the week of February 13th. That is it's my birthday. Supposed, that's your birthday. February that 13th is, is my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually inside of that week. Well, happy birthday in February. Too. We'll have you on yes, for that. Yeah. How's that? For the Napoli. Nice. Um, that is the week that we're supposed to be playing in the Europa League if we don't finish in first. Um, so, like I said, <laughs> I'd love to not have to play in that in that yeah. time frame. Um, also, without, you know, without Angisa. Uh, I mean, not Angisa. Without Osimhen. So the, the, the timetable for Osimhen's return is somewhere in between when we have to play Lazio on the road on February 27th or Napoli have to play Milan at the Maradona on March 6th. So that would be the three-month timetable right there. Um, important games. Very, very important yeah. games. And then... Yeah. You know, don't want to put too much pressure on him coming off of a major injury, though. No, you don't. I feel bad no. if we throw him in his first game back against one of those because then if he doesn't perform, people are going to... Well, he could be better before that. Um, they might maybe, you know, keep him on the bench for that and maybe bring him off the bench, especially if Mertens is playing great, and then kind of ease him back into the fold, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right, you guys. Uh, Gaetano, why don't you push your uh, social media before we leave? And uh, um, uh, Yeah, I'm uh, Salato underscore 1310 uh, on Twitter. It's pretty much it. Same for um, uh, Instagram, but I'm mostly on Twitter. Just, you know, I'm a private account because of my job. So I'm just trying to interact with as many people as possible. Uh, talk about Napoli, Serie A in general, or culture, or life. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate you guys having me on, man. As always, this is always so much fun. Uh, if I can give a quick shout out to the Rockway Raptors, my son's U9 travel team on the field. Yeah. You know what shout I'm saying? Out. So we're rocking the hat today. Um, but, yeah, no, it's um, – thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. No, oh, man, thanks for stepping in last minute yeah, when we thought, we thought that Ken was going to be unavailable. Thanks, Ken, for making yourself available a little bit uh, for today too. I really appreciate, uh, you know, your dinner being shorter and you coming <laughs> in and giving us your input. You're a big part of the show, man. This gotta, is good. This gotta is make good. it happen for the boys. It's Monday night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Gaetano, would love to have you back on soon. Like I yeah, said, man. perhaps for um, your birthday, uh, for the Inter match. I would love to have you back in to do a mid-season report card. Now, Gaetano, personally, <laughs> I don't know if you want me calling out your your occupation. You can. Right? That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. Principale Gaetano over here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, former teacher. Um, we need to grade this team. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll grade the we'll, we'll report we card. I'll come out with a suit and tie, the whole thing. We'll have a whiteboard in the back. We'll do the whole Professor thing. Professor Solazzo. How about that? <laughs> Sounds good. We can, have, we can have Henry on and Gaetano at the same time. Oh, the I think that's it. And the, the doctor. doctor and the professor. The doctor right, and the professor. <laughs> this might need to be an earlier show on either that or Henry is just going to have to stay up uh, till all hours of the night because he's, <laughs> he's in England. So uh, either way, but uh, yeah, uh, thank you everybody in the chat for joining in. I appreciate love you all very, very, very much. 
Um, please subscribe to Far From Vesuvius on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, on oh my gosh, where else? Uh, Instagram, on TikTok. Uh, TikTok. We're on TikTok now too. We got to figure that out. Um, uh, download Kirsten's our podcast. Yes, Kirsten's got it. She'll she'll take care of it. Download our podcasts anywhere you like to get your podcasts: Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, Spreaker. SoundCloud, I don't know, everywhere. YouTube even has it. I don't know. Um, but go ahead and do that, Far From Vesuvius, where you'll get all this stuff on audio. Please be sure to tune in to Fili del Vesuvio. They'll be doing a show soon, too. Uh, post-match against Sassuolo, I'll be on. You guys can talk to me. Ken, you might be available for that, right? Are you uh, around on Wednesday? Uh, oh, what time is the match? Is the match at uh, 2.30, the match. No. Okay. I, I got your days off mixed there, together. They, they it was Tuesday, yes. Wednesday. It's Monday, Tuesday. But but yeah. I'll be here. I'll be here, guys. We'll talk about it. We'll chat. Um, I'll do I'll do a late night one again so we can all have a a, a good time. Um, but again, as always, uh, Forza Napoli sempre. Ciao, ciao, ciao. We'll see. Ciao. You.